Hello, good morning, good evening, and welcome to the post-game edition of the Liga MX final version of the Cantina MX podcast. Thank you guys very much for joining us. My name is John Chagu. Very, very happy that you're with us this evening, this morning, uh, depending on where you are uh, in, uh, in these United States and all over the world. But we're very happy that you're with us. Wanted to hop on and talk about the uh, the big uh, Liga MX final that just happened between Chivas and Tigres that ended in a 2-2 draw. We'll get into some of the, uh, the, the, the happenings and occurrences, big moments of the game. And we'd love for you to join us uh, in doing that as well on the chat live on YouTube. And of course, you can listen to this and all previous editions of the podcast on the Podcast Center on both iTunes and in Google Play. My name is John Jagu coming to you from Lakeway, Texas, uh, here in the western Travis County in the outside, the outskirts of Austin on the banks of Lake Travis. Glad you could join us with us this evening. I'm going to go ahead and introduce uh, just uh, because he is on the East Coast and we want to make sure that we, that, that we get him in before, half, before, uh, before he has to go to bed. But uh, we, we have to introduce our resident Aguila. Of course, I'm talking about Ronnie de Luna. Ronnie, hey, we missed you last week, but we're very happy that you're with us. It was, uh, it was uh, Liga Mekis final between uh, Tigres and Chivas in, in 20 seconds or less. After you say hello, of course. How are you doing, your, John? How are you doing, guys? Your, your first thought. Uh, I was going to make an excuse as to not to come up to the show, but... Uh... After the uh, the second Ginago, I said, nah, I, I better come on. I, I need to come on. You, you know, you're not turning into a, turning into a Ginago, are you? Nah, nah, no. Nah. Oh, right. It was it was a good game, at least for me. It was entertaining. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say it was, enter- it was entertaining, but I wouldn't say it was a great game in, in terms of uh, of uh, football play. It was entertaining because you know. Uh, obviously, when you lose a two-goal lead, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's fun, especially when it's well, it's Chivas. But uh, I will say this. It's going to make for a very entertaining podcast for us is what it's going to do. Yes. So glad to have you on and uh, glad that you're staying up with us because I know it's pretty late where you are up there in the uh, on the East Coast in Philadelphia. So, so, so thanks for coming on. Mm-hmm. Over in uh, – in Kyle, Texas, we have when we move this time from east to east to west. Over on the other side of Travis County, we have with us. Uh, actually, you're in Hayes County. I keep thinking you're Travis. We're actually in Hayes County. Of course, I'm talking about Albert El Chiquis Campa, Beto, your your gatitos. They uh, they probably made you a little nervous at the beginning, but uh, but but in the end, the uh, Le Grand Mieux was the one who uh, came through for you. I was actually sort of chuckling and laughing at Tigres as they were losing. I was, uh, after all the talk, after all the hype for, uh, you know, thinking the goleada was going to happen for them to lose. Right. Down to zero. I was like, oh man, now what? <laughs> It'd be a huge failure for the team and for, but, uh, for Tuca. And then bang, bang, uh, they get two goals in the second half from, uh, from the Frenchman, Gignac. And they end up, uh, taking the, the, the game over to Guadalajara with a 2-2 draw, which is completely different than being 2-0 down, which obviously we'll talk about a little bit later. But it's great to have you on, Chiquis. And again, thanks again for doing all of the, all of that hocus-pocus you do to make sure that we get on the air. 
So yep. thanks very much. Hola Cebes out in South Los Angeles, who uh, I will, uh, will actually, we've been talking to each other for 10 years. We're actually going to meet face to face this weekend because I'm going out to Los Angeles. So uh, looking forward to that. You are going to show your, you're not going to be like Ronnie where you say, oh man, I forgot I had my high school reunion that weekend. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be there, John, and and before and and then during the game at the press box, and uh, hopefully after. Well, uh, that's going to be so. Joel, uh, you uh, now as I'll just say you're a you're 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 a, a Chivas fan who's struggling right now with 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 his Chivas identity. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> At, no, the, at, at the end it. of the first half, Joel, were you like 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 other Chivas fans all over the world? At the end of the first half, I mean, you just wanted to to open your door and just. Guadalajara. Just, just. Belt I, it you up. know, no, I was excited, but I knew that Tigres just needed one goal to get back in this match. He, right. Even if they lost two one, I just knew that that's all they needed that one goal. Because uh, ultimately they're they're just uh, better up top. So I mean, if they could get that one goal, you know, it was it was very much um, I would say mental, you know, for them because they're a team that have lost a couple finals already. So I mean, it, you know, it's in the back of their mind, especially being two down at the halftime. So it could be like, well, you know, we're gonna choke again. So, but I knew that if, if yeah. they could get that one goal. Then they knew that, you know, there's we, we could fight back, you know. There is, uh, there was a little doubt there. There's uh, something I want. I want to uh, uh, touch base with you a little bit later, Hoyt. Thank you again for joining us, and uh, looking forward to seeing you there in Los Angeles. But it seems like to me, the, the you know the, the game turned on two things. Uh, one, uh, just you know, Tuca putting in Damian, but leaving Aquino in, I thought was 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 huge. Because it, uh, it it nullified you know whatever counter Chivas may have had, and two, I don't know if it's just because they, they they just don't have it or they haven't learned how to exploit it. But it seems like if Chivas had a killer instinct, they would have iced this thing. But we'll uh, we will talk about that a little bit later. And last but not least, we have with us out in Escondido, California, a gentleman who. Uh, uh, like me, has a cautious optimism for the upcoming season with our respective teams, but get to watch the game as neutrals. Uh, you know, no, 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 no loving or hating on either end. So it's uh, good, good for us. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm a little slanted toward uh, Tuca, but uh, Daniel Preciado, how are you? I'm good, uh, John. Uh, good evening, everyone. I, uh, I can't say I'm neutral. Judging by my reaction from that second uh, Gignac goal. I got to say that I, I think I'm leaning toward Tigres. I wasn't sure, but uh, um, I nearly woke up my son um, with that second goal. Really? Yeah, I, I was just – it, uh, it, it was quite a goal. It was pretty spectacular. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, the wife had a good chuckle um, at my reaction. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it was just an incredible goal. I was just like, man, that uh, – and just a, a great finish because I, I actually thought the game wasn't that great. I thought Chivas played an awesome game, like, I guess, tactically. 
they um, managed to shut down Tigres almost entirely for I guess what was it, 85 minutes. Uh, where Tigres didn't mean, really. Does that ding? I mean anything before I I'm sorry to interrupt you now, but does that ding? Is that a, is that a specific ding, Chiquis, or is that just a random ding? As a ding, like is this Cambia Comarca or Cam, Cambia what? What is what is Dan? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. No, that was just a random. Cambia Norteño, maybe? I don't know. No. No, <laughs> no I, I, I just no, thought so uh, you just, uh, pretty impressed uh, with, 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 well, with, with, with Chivas. I was, I was impressed with, with 80 for 85 minutes. If I may, if I may, Dan. Please. Do you, uh, do you possibly, might consider that you might have just a little bit of, uh, of, uh, of a negative slant toward Chivas, maybe maybe more so than you would toward Tigres. Uh, maybe just the, some of the fans, because I guess I don't come across too many Tigres fans. So I don't know uh, if they can, if they would be able to. People from, no, the, nor- mean, like, people, people from the north are more refined than people from other areas of Mexico. So. Oh, what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you mean by that. I niveles, okay. I'll leave it at that. Please, well, first of all, it's I niveles. So, but uh, but but, but please, 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 so. <laughs> as uh, the Chivas uh, CEO would say, I niveles. So, you know. All right. Well, we'll uh, well, that's something we'll get into. But but not necessarily a good game. Now, now do you th- uh, what uh, what how where, where did the game turn for you? Where where did Tigres? Uh, have have things start tipping tipping them their way there in the second half. At what point? I thought the inclusion of Dam helped them personally, helped them on the attack. I think they immediately started just generating dangerous uh, attacking plays once he got into the game. Um, and also um, Damian, he was uh, pretty good. Also, I, I think uh, that I think. That was a big, uh, I think, big victory for Tigres who were in the substitutions. I don't think uh, the, the the Chivas subs did much to help the team. You know, and we've talked about that in the past. You know, the big, you know, the Amian and Chaco when they were Pachuca. I mean, they were really, uh, you know, kind of the the, the Tigres of their day, if if, if we want to put it in terms of, that that folks might understand. I mean, I mean, they they were the flashy team. You know, everyone wanted to. Watching, they went us through that Americana. They had, you know, they had that great uh, series against uh, America where Guatemoc scored. And I know that you're more, uh, you're better versed in, in, in Guatemoc goals, but I have to think that, that that free kick against Pachuca, uh, Ron was, had to be a top three from from, from Temo. And then and to do it in his last goal in his last game and, you know, for America was, was pretty special. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, don't remind me of that game. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, but they, they were the Pachuca, and, and so now you know, you know, fast forward ten years later, that was two thousand seven. It's not two thousand. It's now twenty seventeen. Tuca has the ability to 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 go to Damian and say, "Hey man, just give me just give me ten fifteen minutes, you know, of of good stuff a game. You know, if if you know, either if I need you to make a play or to ice it, you know, just you know, whatever you can, trots him out there, and 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 he gets, you know, he did it. You know, he helps them ice games. He helps them get equalized like he did tonight. And then poor Cruz Azul, I mean, having to rely but, still on, on, on Chaco, who's, you know, more or less the same age. And it's just, it just goes to show you just how, how deep Degas is that they, they can bring a guy like that who, and I think Ron, I think you've heard this, that, that, that they always say that he and Sambuesa were the hardest guys to defend. 
as far yeah. as trying to get the ball away. Yeah, but here's I, – I, I, personally, I don't think it was a good game in, in – Put you know when you're talking tactically speaking because I mean obviously Chivas was sitting back, you know, and that's what they were trying to do. But for for the life of me, it's like if you're going to sit back, there is no way in hell that you should be allowing Dam or 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 or, uh, or uh, to to beat you on on the uh, to beat you uh, on the, on the laterals, you know, on the sides. And it's like, dude, if you're going to sit back, it's like, why the hell are you going to allow them to do that? So uh, honestly, I, I don't. I don't think that the, the, the Chivas players did their job defensively, and I think they played defense for too long. I, I think they they allowed, you know, they they parked the bus. Well, I, I mean, and I'm not saying bunkered, but they they retreated, they receded the, the, their lines for for too long, and and I think obviously it cost them. So I, I don't. I don't really think that Chivas played a smart game. Uh, I think that those, ta- especially with Duca playing cat and mouse, dude, they should have gone for the kill. They, they should have just gone for the kill. I think they did. Uh, I too. Uh, no, they didn't. No, no, they didn't. They, they, uh, brought, they brought in this. Their counter attacks. They, they couldn't. They, they couldn't even, you know, muster up a good counter attack. When Chivas, when, when Tigres was uh, advancing their lines, obviously giving them more space. I'm saying. He, I'm saying he tried though, because he he brought in Fierro for the speed for the counter, but they just didn't get that to him. And they they didn't do it. And Tigres also had had pressure. They felt the pressure. They were down two at their home, so they needed to come and attack. So, and, and I think one thing that we have to consider though is that the amount of pressuring that Chivas did throughout the game, I think they they ran out of gas. And and, and uh, honestly, for out of the four goals, I, honestly, I say I would say that three out of those four goals were mistakes. And I mean, obviously, yet I mean, if we're if we're gonna piece of the whole semantics thing. Obviously, every goal comes because of a mistake. But but the thing about it, there's team goals, and that, and I don't really think, with the exception of one, the other three weren't really you know spectacular team you know you know team building scoring goals. Uh, and, and you know you know what, Ron? We equate we equate exciting with good. You yeah, know, and by and yeah. by good I mean tactically good or tactically sound. Uh, I mean, well played, Matt. Honestly, here, here's the thing: like the 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 first goal that Guignac scored, you know that cross where he basically scores it, and I mean he's you know he's basically you know uh, he's he's basically striking the ball almost like you know going across his body and falling down. Nine out of ten times, that shouldn't even be a goal. I mean, I mean normally you want your you know when you receive a ball, you want your attacker basically going towards the goal, not you know not not in that not in that way. Um, so I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think both teams, I don't think that neither Chivas nor Figres were dominant tactically speaking. And, and like, you know, what you're going on, what Hole said that, you know, the whole exciting, you know, the exciting, obviously, you know, when, when your team comes back and stuff like that, obviously there's drama and stuff like that, but I just don't think that it was a good game. Yeah, it was exciting. It was exciting because no one was expecting Chivas to be up. Two nil at the half. That's true. And then, and That's then true. to see Tigres fight back. So it was an exciting game, but I, I agree with Ron that I you think it was, it was Quinn, very you good. Didn't, you didn't like the way Tivas played, like the way they were pressuring and playing. I, I think we're playing really well as far as like getting Tigres out of their game. I mean, to. Well, I like how they played the first half, which I saw, even though I felt that, um, we were a bit fortunate and I thought Tigres was the more dominant team and, she I thought defensively, 
I thought defensively they were solid in the, that first half. Uh, yeah, I think they were fortunate, like with the goals, but defensively, I thought they sh- they shut down Tigres pretty much uh, completely. And what? I just don't. I, I think I. I don't know, man. I I, I think they weren't able. They, to keep they up. did force Tigres to play a little out of their element in the first half. I uh, I don't know. I I, th- well, I thought it was pretty unfortunate the way they they lost. But you I know, you know what? I kind of I, feel they deserve to win. I completely agree with Ron that uh, Chivas should have gone for for the for the for the kill. And they well, that, that was what I wanted goal. to ask you, Joel. Was was what is Chivas the players that they have right now? And do they do they do they have the ability to do they have to? Is that killer instinct something they just have to have, or is no, it's, it's, that they have to? Yeah, you know, you know what I saw that they don't have it. Just, the reason just, I'm asking is that there were so many times when I had, you know, guys had a chance to take a shot or, 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 or make, you know, instead of keeping it, it seems like they always, at the moment of truth, that they, they hesitate, like, they, like they, they don't, they it just, just pick something and do it, you know, whatever it is, but they always catch themselves second guessing this. And, and, and I noticed a lot of that in, in uh, yeah. the Tigres needs like another, uh, another Pizarro. And, you know, I, I noticed it in the, in one of the playoff matches where Pulido received the ball and he, he, he went into the box, he didn't have a very good angle, but instead of shooting, you know, because he could have probably forced, forced uh, you know, a rebote. Right. He he just crossed it without even looking. He he crossed it into the box and without even looking. So it's, it's I remember this, uh, I remember hearing this early on when I started watching soccer and it was uh you know, delanteros dentro del área tienen que ser celosos. So if you have the ball and you're in the box of striker, you, you go for the goal. You're not looking to make a pass. And, and with some of these strikers, even, even my, you know, my boy Fierro, they're, they're the opposite, man. They, they always look. They're the one player that did have a killer instinct, uh, was Bravo. And, uh, we got a caller from well, California. He's gone. Uh, but let's go to the call. We got a, we got a call from Cal. We, we, we appreciate our, our listeners. Please, please. Who, who is our caller from Cali? Thanks for joining us here on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. Who do we have with us? I'm about to drop an elbow on you guys, fellas. Well, well, you know, now that's just not a nice way to come on to a show. <laughs> that's, that's, that's savage. That's yeah. savage. <laughs> I mean, you think, Hola, cabrones, aquí tienes este codazo when you walk in the door. What the hell is that? No, I'm just kidding. Always, uh, <laughs> always, uh, uh, great to, uh, to have you on elbow. What, uh, this is like Ronnie's voice. Are, voice you, are, you, are you, are you having a, are you having a good night, bad night? Were you happy, sad, despondent? Oh, man. Dejected. That deflated me, man. Deflated you. So you're, you're done. It's over. Yeah, it's over, but. I guess I guess uh, at the end of the day, I wouldn't have thought we got the two-two tie. But man, that was deflating to have that lead that late into the game, and that was a nut well, let, there. Let me ask you this, elbow, and because we do have a we do have a Chivas fan that that is uh, that is afraid to admit what, what, how he really watches games. He, he's put on this, you know, he's 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 fooled us into thinking that he's like, oh, yes, Chivas played today, you know, you know, whatever. <laughs> so. So let me uh, let me ask you this: When at the at, at the end of the first half, Elba, when 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 the commercial comes on, did you want to walk out of the house and, and just and just hit it? Or uh, or were you or were you more uh, tempered in your enthusiasm? 
No, man, I was sitting there freaking chewing on some beef jerky, man. I was stressed out. That nothing, you know how it is, man. Never, never, he, never really holds up. He was snapping into some slim gems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fresh hey. hey, you still want to show me your cucumber? Hey, no, you know what, John? I, I've been through some stuff already, man. So I, I've seen stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm like Al Pacino in Center for Women. I don't. When I don't he's blind, when he's blind, and he's talking about, he's seen some things. So I seen Chivas lose. I, you know, the teams I like. I seen them lose like some very heavy matches. So some of these defeats, they don't tickle me anymore, John. So you, you know? just become desensitized. You just you're 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 you're, 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 you're beyond. You're you're even beyond stoic hey, now. Lucy, yeah, pretty, look, losing that Libertadores, uh, the one oh six. Was it a six or seven when uh, they they defeated Boca? Pretty much the team to beat, right? And and, and they you know they took him out early on in the in in oh five. That was in oh five, yeah. They took him out early on, and and then uh, I just I was kind of disappointed when La Volpe calls up like the whole Chivas squad for Confederations, and it's like uh, you know disappointed the team didn't fight to keep more of the players because this is like historic. You know, you, you win that cup, you could help elevate. Right. Just the credibility of Liga MX, and and it just seems like no one cared, or the league didn't. You know, it should have been a bigger issue, and it was like whatever, you know, no big deal, you know. And, well, at, and at then, the very least, it should have let them, you know, <clears throat> add more refuerzos. Yeah, and and then uh, and then when they did reach the final, back when uh, Real was there, and we had a we had Bofo and and they sell Chicharro, you know. He's playing an MLS All-Star game, you know, like a, a day or two before. <laughs> yeah, it was absolute, man. And <laughs> that that one, like, I remember, because, uh, you know, the, in, in that tournament, she was qualified. You know, the, the Fiebre Porcina, and you had from the previous tournament, so they, they jumped Chivas right to the, to the elimination round, and... And I remember Vergara saying, oh, yeah, we're, we're not getting any refuerzos, you know? The refuerzos I mean, okay, is a cantera. So, so, so you've so, seen that your team lose in, in, in horrible fashion. We get it. We get it. We're very important historic games, man. So this this Tigres for a Liguilla, half a tourney, come on, dude. I, I, oh, wait, I don't, but here's the thing. Come this, on. This Tigres, dude, I, I guess they're a good team. But there's a lot of spazzing, dude. There, there's a lot of Tigres spazzing. You know, that the, yeah, there that has this, been that, that this is a dynasty, and that Gignac and you know is is like he, he, he's, yeah. he's a god and stuff like that. I I, I I like Gignac; he's a good player. But I'll let's be let's be honest. Dude. A lot of the damn nut riding that Gignac has is because okay, he's a European, and like it's like okay, that gives us credibility. And it's like, dude, it's like a lot of these millennials and a lot of these you know new kids, dude, they never saw Saturino Cardoso on his prime. They never saw. Oh. You know, uh, Aguinaga in his prime, you know, and, and stuff like that. So it's like, I, I just, I just think that it's, it's, it's a little too much, because I mean, let, let's be honest. And, and granted, you know, one, you know, ten more seconds, and America would have been champion last season. Let's, let's not pretend that you know that uh, that you know Tigres dominated in the final. They didn't, and and it's, and they didn't dominate Chivas. <laughs> they didn't. They they didn't dominate. You know, uh, uh, Chivas either. You know, uh, in, in this final. 
So I, I, I don't, I think, I think, I, I don't think that, that Tigres is an unbeatable, you know, that, that they're unbeatable. Well, I mean, the, the, the final, they just, they just played, what, six weeks ago against, against Pachuca, they lost. Exactly, exactly. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and honestly, uh, I mean, it was pretty apparent, at least to me, I'm sure to y'all too, that, 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 that they followed the, 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 the Pachuca playbook. The only difference was, is that, uh, their, their, like you said, Ronnie, their, their, their counterattacking was abysmal, abysmal, but a lot of that had to do with Tigres being ready for it. So. So, I mean, I, I, I think that, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't count Chivas out at this particular. Now, honestly, I, I don't, I'm kind of like, you know, between, stuck between a rock and a, you know, hard place here because obviously Chivas wins and, 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 and they catch and they're, and they're at number 13, 12, you know, and they're, you know, tied with America. And I could just, I could just, just picture the, the spazzing of, you know, of the Chivas. It's like, oh my God, super Chivas. You, you haven't had enough time to enjoy that lead, huh, Ron? You, you, <laughs> no, no. more years. But then, on the other, on the other hand, on the other hand, that whole, that whole thing is spazzing, dude. I'm like, I'm so tired of that crap. You know? Well, like, you know, the, the way I see, it, I mean, I think you're right. You know, the, 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 the Gignac angle, uh, the fact that he's. You know, there have been other Europeans that have, played, that have played in the league. I remember when I was a kid, uh, Lato, who had had a pretty decent World Cup for Portugal, Gregor Lato was his name, ended up playing for Atlanta. I was like, really? Lato's coming? And it was so weird to see when you see, like, the team, it's all these uh, guys, and then there's, like, this really short, bald, Polish-looking dude yeah. standing there. It was, uh, and, but he was, you know, he, he played for Atlanta, but, uh, you know, he was, he was way, way past his prime at that point. And uh, but Gignac, you know, where we're getting a guy in 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 his prime, and I yeah. understand that. But again, but to me, you know, the thing about Tigres and, and where they are, this, you know, if if they can sustain it for say, you know, next, you know, for for a couple more years, then you know, more power to them. Exactly. exactly. God bless you, Tuka. But you know, to me, you know, that the, the, this could fizzle out like uh like like Monterrey did a, a few years ago, and uh, yeah, yeah, and that'll be that. Yeah. And, then, and, and again, I'm not I'm not hating on Gignac. I think he's a fantastic player. You you and are I, hating on Gignac. And I and I said many times, and I said it for years long, for back when we were still in the forums, that you know that you know the Mexican league should should go after after European uh, uh, players, not just South American players, but even you know players. In, and I get it, but I I just I just think that this, you know the 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 whole Tigres Gignac spazzing is kind of gone a little overboard, you know. Hey, to, to uh, counter the to counter your your uh, point here, Ronald. Uh, some guy uh, on the chat says, "Let's be honest. The goal he the goal he scored today was Cardoso like, and then what was Cardoso like?" Mm. And, and then another guy. No, Tigres has been in. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Gignac has done incredible. Given three years, Cardoso had a decade. So just a couple of points on the chat. Uh, well, let's see if Gignac is is. is... As productive uh, for as long as Cardoso was to. Yeah, I'm just, there's, uh, there's a reason why Cardoso has 249 goals or whatever it is. Isn't it? Yeah, let's. Yeah, I know. Yeah. A lot of that, time. that guy. Here's here's the one thing. Here's the one thing with with uh, Cardoso. See that that guy could make just an inch, and he could, he would make he would. I mean, this guy was really good. I mean, Cardoso was really good. And he I'm scored, Ronnie, because I, I wrote I wrote an article about this this week. He scored twenty twenty nine goals in one short season. Yeah, do you remember that? Got I mean, that was a, that was twenty nine goals. I know. Pumas, I think this year scored twenty two. Yeah, 
Well, and I was happy to get 22. And, 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 and if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that was the season after America broke the, the broke the record of the most of, of most points, points of, in one season, which I think was 42 or 43. So yeah, I mean, Cardoso was amazing. See so how like, on how on earth are those two things related, Ronnie? Honestly, come on. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's just like like all the when I'm like everything that I read on Facebook and Twitter is like, oh jeez, it's gotten to the point where the whole spazzing out is like, eh. What do you say of this though? He, uh, Jack has scored nine goals in six games so far, and I think he scored nine goals in. Like twelve attempts or something like that. I'm seeing some numbers out there. Yeah, well, he had scored and like he, out of their last. Didn't he have to, and didn't he have to go seek a, a damn hypnotherapist too? Did they send I him don't to think Columbia? That's relevant, too? Ronnie. I don't think well, that's relevant. Saying, he, he was on a drought as well. I mean, I don't recall. I don't remember Carlos going on. You know, oh, you mean the hypnotist? Yeah, the hypnotist or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's no, hardly no, a, no, it's hardly no, a to, novelty. I mean, that's it, well established. To be fair to Junior, out of yeah. the however many goals that Tigres has scored since they went on their, they've been on their little run, which started with that Tigres, he scored a whole bunch of those goals. So I mean, he he really is uh, is, is is on a on a bit of a tear. But but you're right, Ronnie. You know, if he does it for for three or four years or five years or whatever it is, then yeah, let's then we can. Then we I, don't, I don't think that him. will happen though. He's thirty-two, or he's gonna be thirty-two. Yeah. You know, there's already rumors that he might leave. Yeah. To uh, La Liga. So. If I if I'm Guignac, if I'm Guignac, I don't stay in Mexico and wash out. I I leave Mexico on a high note. If I'm Guignac. <clears throat> you know, because I think I think, I think if he does that. He can write his own ticket in Mexico as a, co- as a coach, as a, you know, working for a club or whatever, but you know, I think I, he's there already. What's I that? Mean, all, 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 all the kids, all the little baby Andre Geniacs running around in Monterrey. I, mean, I, I agree with Dan. He's already there. Hey, is our, is our Chilla Manuel still on the line? I, I, I don't think so, man, because, I mean, honestly, I mean. You, you you're, you're in the minority, Ronnie. Most people are pretty fascinated with him. They, they, they're, he's endeared himself to, to <laughs> just to casual fan because of how, you know, I mean, when, when you start throwing out the Locos y Libres sign at, when you're on national team duty, that that kind but, of goes a long way for, with the, for the fan base. The, the dude's going to be um, – and, and he doesn't need to do it for 10 years. He's – as for as long as he's doing it, if he's doing if he's doing it at a high level, they're he, they're gonna look. At, he's gonna be. He's already cemented himself as as as, as one of the better. Do you think foreigners at the league scene? Okay, what about Suazo with Monterrey? Uh, with uh, he was awesome. Also, what's that? Do you think he's got a, his ticket made in Mexico at the end, like where he can coach? No, or, or Ron, you're, you're forgetting Ay Niveles. No. What's that? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't good. have he doesn't have the look, man. Okay. And, <laughs> Hey, it could happen to Nacho, man. He could, he could, he could be a pelon like, uh, yeah. like Chili's. Nothing wrong with that. But as far as you know, I, I don't really, I don't necessarily think that he is at a point in his career where he wants to go do that. I mean, let's face it, he's making plenty of money at that Digitis. So I don't necessarily think that he's in a in a place where he wants to chase the he's, he's chasing plenty of glory in, in, in Monterrey. So I, I think Gignac stays. And I think he does um, 
you know, tally off his career with Adidas. You know, the only thing is, I think he's at the max of what they could pay him. Oh, are you kidding I heard, me? I heard something that's around four, four million. You don't, uh, think, you don't think that they can open up a checkbook a little for Gignac? Yeah, but I, I, think, I think they think do it just the, fine. The team that wants him. Put a salary some, on him. I think they, they were talking about Valencia and they have a new uh, Chinese, you know, Chinese billionaire. So they could pay him just more. Did he outbid you, Joel, for the team? Who? The Chinese no, billionaire. Yeah. Well, in, in your attempt to, to, to purchase Valencia? Only on football manager, dude. Okay. I, th- I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Chiki, is that that noise means we have another caller on the line. Hey, right. what happened to the previous caller? You just leave. He, Elbow hey. came in. Hey. They're, both, they're both on. They're both on, but we have. Hey, uh, 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 Joel, Joel, you mentioned yes, football manager. Uh, you still yeah. play that? Yes, I do, man. What was it called before? I mean, you used to play championship, that. championship yeah, yeah. manager. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There's still a championship manager. They, uh, the company, it was Idols Interactive, and then they, and uh, I forgot the other name, but they 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 broke apart, and then uh, football manager took the game engine, and then the others just kept the name. No wonder you wanted to do an early podcast. You actually weren't going to uh, go to work. You wanted to go play that, didn't you? No, yeah. I am. I do. I'm at work, and I do play it at work. <laughs> it's like I get, so I that's get exactly, paid to play that Rafa, game. Rafa, I think I think you're exactly. This is Rafa that, that's joining us. Caller. What's that? Who? who uh, please identify yourself, sir. Uh, Present myself. The chat room, right? For a bit. It's Rafa. Yeah. So yeah. So so we're okay. Well, th- th- thank you for joining us. Uh, your uh, your 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 initial thought on the uh, on what you saw this evening. Uh, what uh, what were your impressions? Uh, I'm a Tigres fan, but like you know, I just gotta say, man, Guignac is una verga. That's like I I I can't put it any more eloquently than that. <laughs> I could, that, I could. Is... Una, una verga con patas. <laughs> hey, Ron, been your gyps, man. Oh, man. Or, or la mera verga con patas. Cucumber? La verga con más patas. <laughs> to be completely honest, like, I mean, we're talking that, like, you know, in the Mexican League, we've had players like, you know, Marañao, Maxi Biancucci as foreigners in this league and the season. Yeah, like, you have to like look at them and be like, you know, right on. Like this is an example that you know other teams should follow. Well, you know, to to, to Ronnie's point earlier when he was saying, uh, you know, years ago back in the in the, the pre-podcast days that league I make should go after European players. They're, yeah, because they're one of, the, one of the few leagues that can afford to pay players and pay them well. So yeah, they should have they should have been doing this. So they should they should have been doing it for a long time. You know, and hopefully, uh, you know, I always feel that if 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 Gignac scores that goal the, the last summer against Portugal in the what the ninety second minute or whatever it was, if you know, if he, the shot goes just a few inches over, then imagine what that would have done for for Tigres and Liga MX at that point, as far as publicity. You know what? I, I agree with you completely, mostly because like Arsenal is like the, I guess the best way to describe them is like the Democratic Party. Like, they have a bunch of diehards that think that their team 
mustn't change. But like, yeah, they're like the Democratic Party. It's like they think that they're completely like, you know, it's like they're content with just being better than Tottenham, even though like, yeah, they were shitting on like, they're shitting on Tottenham now, but like just in the same way they were shitting on Tel- and Chelsea like in 04, 05. What did uh have done since then and what? And explain to, explain uh, to me how we got from 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 Tigres to Arsenal. What what was the pop pop mix now? How do how do we how do we bridge that? Uh, say again. How do we how do we go from Tigres to Arsenal? You're not like Ronnie that start dropping the. Oh yeah, I remember that happened. Uh, it was it was it was three years after America did this amazing thing that. that, that <laughs> forgot about. Oh, it's mostly because I hate Giroud and I hate Arsenal. Like I'm a complete neutral, but I think like their fans are annoying as hell. Oh, okay, so, so I, oh, now I understand the connection. So you have Giroud and you have uh, and you have Gignac. I, I understand. I understand. But, but, so but, as a Tigres fan, you have you have to be pretty confident going into the uh, going into the second leg then because, I mean, it seems like, uh, you know, like the perception is that Guadalajara kind of shot their wad and and and, uh, <laughs> and that's that. Like, but it's. I feel like theaters have kind of taken a bit of the momentum, like just because you know the away away goals are in, in effect. So that no away goals are no longer in effect. This is a straight up tie. Yeah, I know that. That's yeah. I feel that definitely benefits theaters just because it's uh, the fact that they have a deeper bench gives them a huge edge if it ends up going into overtime or extra time rather. Is that where this is headed? Is it, is it going extra time? Can you handle as a Tigres fan? Can you can you handle it going into extra time? If you're a smoker, would that be like the point? Like yeah, know, I mean, just after the Pumas final and like the Pumas final was terrible for me like a couple of years ago because I remember telling my my girlfriend you felt you you felt dirty winning that, didn't you? As a, you did not want to win it like that. No. You can admit it to me. I remember telling my like I remember like during that final, the Puma final, I told my wife, it's like you know, watch this with my dad a little bit, you know, we you know como dicen los Mexicans, vamos a dar la vuelta olímpica, you know, it's a guaranteed victory with the three zero aggregate. And it ends up going to overtime and she has never let that go. I told her, No, I'm gonna be able to like And then not only does it get does it does Pumas tie it but they they hit the post like two minutes after they tied it. So yeah. it couldn't be possible that we have a third I dropped right several now. several times in that game. I, I would hope so, but ultimately you ended up winning, so that was uh, that was was important. So you think Tigres will 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 uh, will just go ahead and, and do the Vuelta Olimpica at the end of the uh, the game there in the uh, in the zombie life. Man, I don't know. Like, like, like I said, it, it's like I wish I could. Dude, how could you? How could, come on, come on, dude. What kind of fan are you? What kind? What, what kind of fan are you? Seriously. I mean, like, look at it this way. It's like you know, all this. Like, I'm, I'm a realist. Like, I, I could say, like, you know, like the whole talk about theater being a dynasty. I'd agree if we would have won Libertadores, one of the Conca champions. But as it stands. Like, I'm kind of, like, indifferent, you know? It's like, you know, you know, we, like, if Tigres would have gotten those two, those two, one, like, either Libertadores and the Conca Champions, we would be talking about a legit dynasty. We would be talking about the team of the decade. But 
it's, you know, we shot ourselves in the foot. Hey, we got, we got four callers on here. We have four call. Well, we need to, we need to let, let some of our callers go, but uh, uh, thank, thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in, Rafa. I really appreciate it. We got Siegfried on. Back got... later and drunk. I, I would, I would, I would, I will. Uh, that's uh, always, always good information. Who, who else do we have on the call? We got Siegfried. I'm going to go ahead and drop off here so you guys can get some more callers in. Thanks. All right, man. Later, Elbow. Who was that? We got Siegfried from uh, Milwaukee and somebody straight out of Compton. Wow. What's up, homie? <laughs> Who did we have from Milwaukee? Sigfredo. Oh, okay. Sigfredo from Milwaukee? It's Milwaukee. It's a oh, long way. Milwaukee? Yeah, What's okay. going on? I would just like to say that uh, that it's, I think it's amazing what uh, Chivas was able to do. I think that a lot of people thought this was uh, – Foregone conclusion that Tigres is just going to mop the floor with them. And, uh, Are you a Chiva, hermano? And considering that uh, how well they came out and played it, that first half on the road, it was incredible. And what they, they always say that the danger, most dangerous score in soccer is the 2-0 scoreline, and I think tonight showed that. And uh, I, I just find it amazing that, that they're able to do all this stuff with Vergara being a complete moron and running the team literally almost into second division. Well, uh, that's one of the questions I wanted, and, and thanks for your comment, uh, uh, Joel, was uh, the two goal scorers tonight for Chivas. I know it was on Rebotes, and I get that. But it was, it was still Pulido and Pizarro, you know, the, the – $36 million worth of goals in the final right there. I didn't know if you noticed that or not, Hoyle. No, no, sir, I did not. You did not. It, it, didn't, it didn't cross your mind once that the, 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 that the two big signs got the, they got the goals. I, I was just excited to see the team two up. Joel, is it uh, did the, the Chivas blow their water, or are they, uh, or can anything happen there? The... No, I, I, anything can happen, man. It's you know, Liga MX, very unpredictable. Uh, but but the Chivas strikers do need to be on point. If they're not, just because Tigres has has uh, you know their strikers are more lethal. You know, just we just spent talking about Guignac. But and, and we talked about this earlier how some of the other Chiba players just they don't have that killer instinct. I th- I think what I think what ultimately is going to hurt Chivas is that uh, I guess they're inexperienced playing these type of games. I, I think that the that Tigres, you know. Well, you know, I would that's almost think that that would work to their that, – that, I mean, that's something that, that could be used to their advantage. Say, hey, man, yeah, you've never played in one of these games before, but you know what? Guess what? They're just like all the other games. And then they, they go do, out there They do losing. have Copa MX experience, man. Well, come on. You know, I'm not trying to knock you know, Copa MX, but I, I remember a long time ago, you made a point about uh, about the, 90, the 93 Copa America team from Mexico and, and how they lost uh, to Argentina. You know, with yeah. uh, la, la, you know, las mañas, o sea, the, the South American players playing, you know, so, you know, mañosos and, and, and yeah, and, they and, kind of want to throw in exactly those type those type of things, you know. 
it's and, and and I think that Tigres, I think that may play to Tigres' advantage of 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 learning how to play the you know, you know using the environment, using the officiating to one's advantage, and I, and I think that that may affect. I think that that's where Chivas may be at a disadvantage. Um, I mean, one thing that I do give Chivas is that it, it seems like they're more a dynamic team, but dynamic can only get you so far. And I, I think that you know, you know, the whole saying of the early bird gets the worm. I've always said it's the dirty bird that gets the worm. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're lacking that punch, yeah. uh, that final punch, because they play good and they create chances, but they have now what one win in ten games. So that you know that that says and a lot. About, that was the first time since like March that they'd scored more than one goal in a game. Yeah, so I mean they're they're just missing that, and and just how they're missing it, the players are there. So if you could just have a, a trophies or a pulido or, or have you know and trophies did not play. Have much. a really good night and and you know turn the tables, but maybe got a content we'll, guy. We'll wait and see. Oh, we have to, we have to, we have to introduce uh, a, a guy who's straight out of Compton. Yeah, Thanks. well, I'm Compton. I don't know why it's popping up. It's from LA. Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> who am I speaking to? The, this is John. Who am I speaking to? Oh man, Johnny Canales, take it away, buddy. So, look, I had a question for you guys. Um, I wanted to know what does the result of tonight's game do for the morale of either team going into Sunday? Like, I'm sure the Chivas came into the game thinking they were going to lose, and at best, maybe like hope for a tie. I mean, is it worse for Chivas that they were up but two goals with about five minutes left in the game, okay. and to like end up the game with a tie? I mean, who's my like, or is it worse for Tigres that they had like they couldn't really score a goal? For most of the game, and it was kind of miraculous at the way they the game. I got, I, got a, I got a point on that. I got an answer for that real yeah. quick. Um, I was seeing some tweets um, calling the Chivas, uh, you know, loss of the lead, Cruz uh, yeah. which I don't, I don't particularly agree with that. But that's that's on one yeah. side, and on the other side, Tuca was going crazy after that second goal, as if they won the yeah. whole title. <laughs> so I think yeah. the momentum that that points to the momentum really being. Even though it's a tie on Tigres' side, and maybe not so much on on Chivas. So, well, I mean, I don't think that Chivas is like devastated that they that they ended up uh, because I mean, honestly, it's just it's just halftime. Is and and they have they have two legs. They are going home. You know, to me, I think you know Chivas probably uh, learned that they you know we can actually, you know we can hang with these guys and we you know, as 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 we have pointed out. But but you know what, gentlemen, we, we need to do it. The, the pressure will be on Chivas because Tigres, they did lose a final recently, but, but, uh, you know, they're going for a recampeonato as opposed to Chivas who hasn't, who hasn't won in 11 years. And, and they're, and they're at home. So just those two things, it's getting away on some of the players. John, I think you described it well earlier. You said, what did you say? Um, they, uh, they blew their load. They, they, uh, yeah, the, no, the, 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 like like Tigres took, their, took their 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 biggest <laughs> shot and they got knocked down, but they came back up. I think I think premature. that's exactly right. I, I don't I don't think you know I, I don't I I I don't think so. I I think that Tigres are the favorite, obviously, because you know everybody's not riding them. No, no, I'm saying pressure wise, not oh, not that okay, they're the okay. favorites, just that they have more pressure to get the win because they're at home and and. They haven't won in, in 11 years. As opposed to Tigres, you know, who, 
they're going for a big campeonato, but now, now I got a question. Totally oh, and what if they what if they trotted out uh, Bofo as the honorary he, captain? He's he's uh, he's they've been inviting him just to like hang out in the stadium. So you hey, think hey. what if Chicharito goes to the game on Sunday, which which he could do? Oh, it would be nice, but I mean, I don't think that'll help. Having Chicharito there, you know, as a role model, not going to matter. <laughs> okay, no, all right, all right. Never, okay. He doesn't want a bike. He doesn't want a bike. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, hey, Jorge, changing subjects, or you know, would you prefer? Because uh, Chivas is going to be in next uh, year's uh, uh, Conca Champions, and it's been a while since they played in an international tournament. Um, it's been like five years, six yeah, years. Yeah, it's yeah, been yeah, a while. yeah. I've been that much, but go ahead. But but um, but the thing is, like they haven't won one since fifty uh, six. Like the mid sixty one, sixty one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I think uh, what we didn't even reach the moon by that point, right? No. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> hey, they did forfeit. They did forfeit the second one. That they could have won. <laughs> for, for the good of Liga MX, they forfeited the final. Would you take? Would you Much take? Be- what would you prefer? This win, Liga win, or the Conca Champions? I'll, I'll take the Conca Champions. You, you would? Yeah, because it takes you to a FIFA Clubs World Cup. Okay. Okay. And also, also not having international trophy silverware, you know. So I mean, do you uh, think? Because do you think that you know you know how okay. You know, America's got 12, Chivas has 11, and stuff like that. But one of the things that kind of... How many does America is, have, Ron? Uh, I believe they have a, they have six, six, uh, six Conca, champ, Conca champions, one giant, uh, two, inter, two, two Inter-Americanas. Uh, so, I mean, they got, they, uh, they have a lot. They do, they have a lot. You know? Wait, wait, John, Ron knows the story of why Chivas forfeited, uh, Yes, I'm sorry. A Conca Champions Cup, because they did back to back, and they got to the final. They couldn't. Well, they couldn't agree on play on on, on dates, on uh, the scheduling. Yeah, so they so forfeit like that. Who, who who did they forfeit to? Some, I think trans, like, like Motagua trans, or something. Trans. No, something was just <laughs> Transball, Transball. I think it, it was some <laughs> team from the Caribbean. I think if I'm not mistaken. El double you but, uh, I'm not too sure on that name, but. Ooh. Yeah, the other team won by default. Yeah. No, but but Chivas no, yeah, needs yeah. that. Uh, they do need that exposure, and then going to the FIFA Clubs World Cup. I mean, it's you know so, so that they can lose to the African team. Hey, no, I think Chivas. That's the thing about Chivas. I mean, if we saw one thing at Libertadores was they were one of the best, if not the best, Mexican team that played in, in that tournament. So I mean, I, 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 will, I, I, I will concede that 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 two thousand five run. Uh, was pretty spectacular, <laughs> and uh, and I hate to say, it, but I, I still think that the best run that a Mexican team had in the Copa Libertadores, in terms of play, in terms of play, I mean, obviously Tigres, obviously Tigres, Chivas, and Cruz Azul have reached the final, but uh, but I still think I still think that the best run was uh, the 2000 edition with when America went all the way to the semifinals and. They, they basically lost See, that he, can't, he can't help himself. So, so, okay, he's, he's praising, he's praising Chivas. Yeah. He's gotta, but, but he's got to slip in. The, but you know, you know what it reminded me of? Oil. It reminded me of when I made it. Just, just, uh, just to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> to remind, 
you you guys want me to you want me to tell you about when uh, America had to play uh, <laughs> uh, uh, five five games in eight days? Yeah, but in their in their brutal flights to Morelia. Yeah, Morelia and, uh, and, and River. And they had to play. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. No. I think I think they need that international exposure. Uh, and then it, it's not it's not that difficult to. You know, easier said than done, but it's not difficult to, to make a final. You just have to be like prepare right and prepare right season. and concentrate for for that. Starting next you know? season, they won't even have to worry about Conca champions in the in the in the in the Apertura. It'll all be Clausura because uh, they they go straight into the round of sixteen. They, they don't have to. Uh, Mexico Mexico teams will no longer be playing group stage in the Conca champions. And, hey, and you um, know, John, we we talked about this not too long ago. But we we saw that how that it, it just comes down to how you play the teams because we saw how how that uh, what was it a Chinese team Korean team that was giving it to Real right so I mean it's it's just the mentality you know and, and going there but someone's gonna was, say something it was the Japanese team that was the... let let Giannis finish his uh, thought <laughs> <laughs> go ahead man we had a comment on the chat. Uh... From right. soccer, ner- soccer nerds, uh, I don't think I can take any more Ronnie whining on a two two. <laughs> I'm glad you're reading it. I was reading it too, and I was just like, yeah, I- I'm in total agreement with this guy. Uh, total, total, uh, total salt coming out, coming out, out of Ronnie for some reason. Just, I, I, I think any time somebody does well and and, and and is commanding the spotlight, he's like, oh, you know what though. Well, he thought I was. Uh, he thought well, I was. Okay. Even though no, he's was... actually saying that he's as good as any one guy or another. He's not as good as that guy. He's not that good. That, that's that's Ronnie. I'm. Uh, I'm not. Uh, not not quite sure what that was. Okay, so let's uh, move on to the second light. So Sunday, I think it's at six local for LA time. And then, like, seven Eastern. I mean, did, should they even play the game? Should we just go ahead and give the trophy to Tigres, or does, or does, uh, does Chivas actually have a chance in this, in, in this game? Cool. 90 minutes, man. I think they have a chance. Do you have any plans? I'll, I'll, I'll say, um, no, not really. So not, you, not any plans, but, uh. So you don't have, like, one, like, like Chivas fan, you can call up and like, hey man, and it, and that's all you have to say. You'll say, come on over, and then y'all can watch the game together. Nah, I. Or do you, or do you, I don't, do you, I don't do you even. I don't even. Silence? I don't even. I don't even put on the jersey, man. Do you do you suffer in silence? Yeah, I prefer to do myself loathing and you know by myself. Yeah. Do you watch the game? <laughs> what was that movie, The Da Vinci Code, where the, the priest is whipping himself? Is that how you watch Chivas games? <laughs> yeah. Hey, John, do you remember that uh, the movie Necessary Roughness? Uh, vaguely. I remember they, it was uh, shot in Denton, which was like 40 minutes from where I was when I was going to school up there. But yeah, I remember. Was there a scene? Was, was Kathy? Was was there a scene where a guy was was doing that? No, no, no. Catholic priest. No. There's there's a there's a, there's a scene when uh, the dean of the school, uh, uh, he, he he what do you call it? He gets a scrimmage game against a, a bunch of convicts, 
Yes. And like, and they had like, you know, Roger Craig and did Michael Bunkers. Irvin and, and uh, Jerry Rice. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. And, and, and the team, they're getting their clocks clean. And the, uh, the dean, he's like, just kind of like peeking from the corner and he's just loving it that his team is getting his ass kicked. I'm trying to find the clip because I want to make an energy because that's Hoya right there. You know, just, just he's just from, just watching from the corner, getting his, his team getting his ass kicked. We just love it. It's <laughs> you guys remember those sexy, those Mexican sexy comedias from the eighties? Yeah, Luisa Alba and yeah, yeah. Sayas. Yeah, love that. <laughs> I, I, speaking of which, speaking of which, it's on Netflix. Uh, there's oh. the one called the El Sexo Me Divierte, uh, number two. Number there's two. A, there's, yeah. So, a, there's was a it better? Was it better than number one? I never saw it. I never saw the first. Some of those movies will be part two and three together. Yeah. But, <laughs> they're hilarious. But, but there's, there's a scene with Facundo. <laughs> I, I guess you guys, you should watch that, that clip with Facundo. It's hilarious. But anyhow, I, I, I go well, back. Look, I, I don't know if you, if you remember it, but, and I've been looking for it and I'm, I'm going crazy because I can't find it, but I remember seeing one and, uh, they were all panaderos. <laughs> they worked in a bakery and, and they get a scrimmage against Cruz Azul. And, you know, this is the 80s. This was like the, you know, this was the epic Cruz Azul team. And uh, it, it's it's just real funny, the whole scrimmage. Did, did any of you guys see that? No, I didn't see that. Yes, yeah, so is that like the one thing where it's like no one remembers? It's like the Mandela effect. Questioning myself now. Well, remembers that Cruz Azul was good? <laughs> no, or, or remember seeing the movie. I remember seeing the movie. It's it just funny. They, they have a rumble. They had a gay dude in there. It's just it's brilliant. Which now, which Cruz Azul was this? Was this like the the Wendy Mendizabal Camacho Cruz Azul or the? Oh man, I was too young, man, to remember that. Man, I was uh, doing some research on a piece that I wrote this week, and then all that Cruz Azul. Stuff that uh, Marquitos brought out of me a few months ago when he was talking about um, Cruz Azul, it just it, it, it all it all came back looking at uh, the, the Miguel Marin stuff, man. I was like, oh man, and and Tigres too, and, and, and you know that's one thing that I wanted to talk to you all about uh, uh, this evening was, you know, people, as you said, Ronnie, they're, they're they're trying to a lot of folks are trying to see, you know, you know where to where does this team measure up to other other teams and. That they've got to measure up to the teams that they've had in their own in their, in their own history, and you know, you know, may, maybe they're better than the one from the late late seventies, early eighties. But I mean, that team was damn, damn good. I mean, they, and they're uh, and I always feel like it. Uh, you know, back then, I think it was a lot more competitive as far as there were a lot more teams that were really, really, really good in that era compared to now, where you, it's just a crapshoot. You just don't know. I mean, back then there were teams that were consistently good. I think I think since '96, when the when the season went from long to short, since then I think that really we can say that there's only been one dynasty, and that's Toluca. Right. Um, although, <clears throat> although I would give an honorable mention to three teams: Pachuca, America, and and and, and Tigres, like the current Tigres right now. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that those teams were dynasties, neither America, you know, this Tigres or Pachuca, although they did, or they were more consistent more than two, three years. Um, but, it, it, and this is why I think that, that Toluca's dynasty 
uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, and even going into into almost, you know, to 2010s and stuff, is that one of the things that the short season did was that you you had to, the teams were changing, rosters were changing every six months. So to get that group dynamic, to get that group chemistry is, is, is tougher. And, and, and I think that they managed it. I think Lebrija, they, I think he's probably the best, better than Cañedo, better than anybody. I think he's probably been the best uh, club uh, president in, in the, in the history of, 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 uh, of, uh, of the league, more so than Cañedo with America back in the 60s, 70s, and, 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 and even Cruz Azul, uh, what's his name, Alvarez, you know, father. Right. Uh, because I, I think doing it, you know, recently when the competition was better and there was more money involved and, you know, you know teams, there was more parity, I think what Lebrija did is, is more commendable, you know. I, I, that's, at least that's my opinion. It is pretty impressive. Now, you know, they won four titles in that, in that time span, but they played, I mean, they were always, they were always in it. I mean, it was, it, it wasn't as if, you know, they'd have a good season and a bad season. I mean, they, they were, they were just an incredibly consistent team. You're right. Now he did have a couple of really, really good anchors in place that, that, uh, that, 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 that helped him build, uh, you know, put, put pieces that were, that weren't necessarily as important, a lot more expendable, but, but you have to be able to, do do do. I mean, I mean, that's almost the harder part than than, than finding the the superstars. And uh, you're right; he he did manage that quite well. And I also wouldn't mind throwing in Monterrey that did that a few years ago with with Vuce that uh, was oh, able yeah, to yeah, uh, yeah. to uh, uh, you know this for for a short period, just you know very you know dominate the league. Yeah. So um, we have a Salvador B, which I believe that is the metal. Metal. And, uh, yeah, metal. He says, "Fire that Roni guy and bring back Pern uh, and the long." Wow! Team. Wow! <laughs> cold blooded, man. That is that's that cold is blooded, harsh. Bro. That's cold blooded. Sacando las uñas, tío. I can't believe you. <laughs> tío, sacando las uñas. That is so tío, harsh. That is tío, so harsh. I need you to call the, the hotline. The hotline. Speaking of speaking of sacando las uñas, the Chivas del Norte guys are sacando las uñas on Twitter. Yeah. Well, what is, <laughs> no, see again. I mean, it just seems like I mean, how many Joel and and uh, you it's seem like to have a finger on the on the Chivas pulse more than others. But how many Chivas fans do you think Joel at the end of that first half were were, were thinking to themselves? You know, here you know here here it comes. We we waited eleven for years for this. It's going to happen for us at halftime. The majority, John. I'll say a good eighty percent. Eighty percent, eighty eighty percent of yeah. Chivas fans were were especially were, the newer fans. Say even even la Minerva, they were ready to go. Like they like, were, they were halfway there, man. Yeah. Hey, I get it, man. It's it's been a long time, and for some of these fans, they've never seen Chivas win an actual uh, league championship. So I mean, I I can't blame them. You know, it's it's a uh, necessary roughness, though. <laughs> it's it's a different breed of the different. It's a different breed of fan nowadays. You know, well, I, I, I yeah. think it, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's changed a lot. Uh, it's become more fair-weathered, yeah. you know, overall, overall with fans that I've noticed. Uh, I, just recently when Cholos, when Cholos came up, I started seeing, you know, 
their jerseys everywhere. And then friends that I knew that were fans of other teams, they were now, you know, repping Cholos. And I was like, you know, so, yeah. And, and with just because there's way more soccer available now, pretty much every day you, you could – you go see games and from different leagues. So fans are a lot of times invested even in other teams. They'll have like, and, and I think, I, remember, I don't know if you remember this, Ron, when we started seeing this in, in, uh, in big soccer where you could put like the team that was your favorite team. And when yeah. we started, when we started posting, they, people would just have like one team. Yeah. And, and then after a few years, they'll have like five teams on their list. Yeah. They have Real Madrid, Brazil, and. You know, yeah, so so you, well, you have their like their their team, and then either Real Madrid or Barcelona, one or the other. Yeah, well, one so of the that, top that, teams that, from the top leagues, you know, like like Bayern and all that. But see, but back, but, but that was before you know the whole you know the whole Twitter internet and like that, where you could watch basically every league. I mean that that type of stuff was reserved usually for you know you know people that came from countries that didn't have established leagues or didn't have you know quality leagues. So, uh, is uh, hey, she, uh, hey, uh, Beto, what, what are the uh, the guys from the other podcast saying, or what, what are they saying? Uh, Stray Goat actually told uh, one of the one of the guys to uh, call in. Well, we just got a caller right now. Who'll <laughs> be the caller? R dot A. There he is. That's the guy Stray Goat told to call. What's up, man? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? You done it's with your... Rigo. Well, my name is my name's Rigo, but uh, you done with your podcast? Twitter, obviously. I'm just calling, dude. You're 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 speaking, but we can barely hear you. You need to repeat what you're saying. Uh, we just finished our podcast, and I'm on the East Coast, and. I was about to go to sleep, and I was like, you know what? Let me just call in. Yeah. You know, so what, uh, so as, as I'm assuming you're a Chivas fan, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. You, know, you are correct. So, so at, at halftime tonight, at halftime tonight, how uh, did, did, did you want to step out into the, uh, you know, out of your house or your apartment and just. Just rip one, or uh, or were we more reserved? I'm more of the I'm more of the I'm more of the you know I'm gonna wait till the final whistle kind of guy. Okay, celebrate early. Yeah, were you were you were you singing Guadalajara in your heart at least? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. In my mind, I was already at La Minerva crying. Yeah, uh, you know, suffering. but you know. On the surface, I was calm and ready. Uh, you know, for now, would you would you agree with uh, with Joel that uh, about eighty percent of Chivas fans at halftime are thinking that the, the, this thing's in the bag? We're going to be champions. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I I had a friend here and I who was like, "Yo, I can already smell La Bosa," and I was like, "Bro, like, first of all, this team can score on you at will. Secondly, like, let's not you know pound our chickens before they hatch." Um, so, I, so, so would it be safe to assume that I can call you and Joel both a, a twenty percenter because you guys are like the more more realistic Chivas fans, and there's not that many of you. 
Uh, yeah, you can say that. I'm uh, too realistic. I mean, I did so much appointment between the selection and and she was that I tried to you know be as realistic as possible. And you can I mean you can, if you guys if you guys ever listen to it, she was on the podcast, you'll you'll notice that I'm always more pessimistic one. I mean, I even did a the podcast last week. I think they lose uh, this game. So yeah. Now that said, that said, if if Chivas does lose, are you are you are they going to have to hide all the sharp objects in your house? I, I predict for, for about four, thirty to forty five minutes. Like the first leg, yeah, the first leg. Uh, I mean, I, I think I think we're going to win. I thought we were going to win regardless. Um, it just feels like it's Chivas season. Like things just keep falling into place. I said this earlier in our where it's like. Um, you know, at the second the second half of the season, our season kind of fell apart because we were, we were trying to play two tournaments at one time, and we still ended up finishing in third place because everybody else's season also fell apart except for Tigres, uh, who came on late. Um, so it just it just kind of feels like it's our season, like our time to win, because uh, if not now, I don't know when. Um, well, you have to wait about every ten to eleven years, so that's that's usually the yeah. So that's that's exactly what it is. That's See, and, and and then you enjoy this one, and then you know about twenty twenty eight, twenty twenty nine, you're ready for the next. One. John, I, I wouldn't go that far. When when you have a team that reaches the final, they they usually uh they usually stay competitive for a good two two three years. Well, so you think that the the, the, the Chivas Comet might make a a, a quick return, Hoyle? The Comet just stays in orbit, dude. Oh, I see. So it just it just it just sticks around. Hey, it's for... like it's like look, she was before Campionissimo, they were El Llamerito. So in, well, in I, the I gotta, in I gotta the... tell you, Juan and 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 fellow Chivas fan caller, uh, I see a lot of Llamerito in this team, and I'm not. I just look, I don't want to see it. I do. Well, look, the past three seasons they finished they finished top four. So you know it, it's all been. Talking about uh, the, I'm talking about the individual players. I think the the, the, the players themselves are. Uh, no, but that's that's. I mean, you start building consistency. So you have consistency in the in the league, and then Liguilla, and eventually you'll just win. But but Joel, I, I don't think that you guys are going to be competitive for that long because you know World Cup is right around the corner, and some of the players from Chivas, I see them, I see Move them on. going to. I see them moving on so close to the World Cup, you know, cycle. Um, so I, I don't know if they're going to be competitive for for that long, you know. Because some of the, I mean, some of these players, some of the players that Chivas has, I think that, I think that you know they're, they're talented, and I think that they they may move on. I, I mean, you it's not selling or they leave or Pizarro unless they go to Europe uh, because nobody's going to pay their price. Um, and yeah, I can see that happening. I, I can see, I can definitely see Arbelin leaving after this summer because he's just that talented. He's only 21 years old. Um, but do I see Chivas with Almeida being a contender for the next, I don't know, three, four seasons? Yeah, if Almeida's there, I think so. Yeah, um, so that's the thing, though. I don't think, I don't think he's going to stick around because I think the minute he gets. I mean, I mean. I think the only place I mean, I may have gotten a lot of offers, but I think for him, a more lucrative place to replace my kind of portfolio. Hey, I, I don't think he needs to stick around for the team. If, even if we look back at the 06 Campeonato, um, you know, that, that team started with 
with other coaches until Chepo took it and he won. Well, he had Hans, he had Hans before that. And <laughs> that uh, I mean, you can, you can win championships with, with, with different, you know, in a, in, a, in a quick succession with different coaches. Um, so. Yeah, Pelaez. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's mostly, it, I'll, I'll place it more on the squad than on the coach. If, if you can maintain the squad, a, a good core group, I mean, you have a better chance. You have to have a balance with you. You have to have a balance of, you know, of La Cantera, and you, and you have to have a balance of guys that you're bringing in that are going to, you know, actually bring some sort of talent and gains to the team because like you can you can buy guys. They bought guys before they bought Lupena who stunk. They bought Aldo Dominguez who stunk. Um so it's not about just buying guys, it's about buying quality guys, which I think they've been doing now. And I'm sure you noticed that the that the that the quality purchases they made recently were the ones that got the goals tonight. Yes. Yes. Although no, I mean if, really. if, uh, if Almeida wins he what? wrote his. He if Almeida uh, if Almeida wins, you know Sunday, he writes his ticket to the national team. Yep. You know? Well, that's that's what he wants. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's a good move for him because you know the, the national team would get him more international exposure, and I'm sure ultimately his end game is to, you know, not necessarily just you know just coach in Europe. I think that he wants to coach for. Uh, now, for my, uh, one of one of the G sixteen teams. Now, my my question to my question to Joel is now, if, um, if Chivas wins and Maelo writes his ticket to the national team, knowing that there's still Mexico has a coach in Osorio, are you gonna self load on Mexico, Joel? What? No. <laughs> You sure? Cause Dude, don't what, we don't don't we all self loathe on Mexico? I mean, come on, let's face it. No, no, but I'm just saying it's just that you know, Joel doesn't like Almeida because, and I understand, I understand his position because, Wait. you know, because you know, you know, you know, Chivas still had a coach and. Uh, but see, and, the the thing about Joel, it's all emotional with Joel because Almeida was a home wrecker. <laughs> He came in and knocked and knocked, and knocked his no, boy out. That, that's Joel why he didn't is, like Almeida. Joel is right about that. That's that's a code. You you're not supposed to do that. You know. Well, yeah, he part, did part break was the broke code. doing that. Part was Higuera, but you gotta take some of that blame too. But just Austin well, de la Torres, man. They, I, I know people dislike him, but their family has added well, here's, here's eight, eight the of eleven point. stars. This this family added. They Isn't put it, it in there. It's okay. It's okay for Almeida to come and uh, you know you know for a. Uh, you know, maybe to listen to see what's going on, you know, as a possible, hey, if, if this doesn't work out with, with Chepo, then we'll bring you on. But don't show up to Guadalajara with four huge suitcases full of clothes. You know? but I mean, he, no, no, you know what? I, I give Almeida credit. I, I went hard on him on Twitter, and he didn't block me, man. As, as opposed to Carlos Albert and uh, Carlos Albert Siguera. Do you, do you yeah, cuss? I don't, oh, yeah. No, I didn't even usas, remember. Usas, usas, usas groserías, Joel. Is, is that why they block you? Not at all, dude. No. Not at all, but um, so or I mean, I give him credit. Do you give him a reality <laughs> check? No, he he's a good coach, but uh, I did dislike that about him, but I never took credit away from him. So that's misconception, man. Alternative facts. I, lo- I, lo- I love Almeida. I feel like you know, win or lose championship, I, I love Almeida. I think he's a so, great. I think if, if, he he goes out there and he, you see, you know that his team has a style of play that they want to play. And tactically, for 85 minutes today, his tactics were working. 
uh, I think where they where he failed was in his substitutions. And it's not just you know the substitutions; it's just that the fact that Chivas doesn't have doesn't have the the, the talent on the bench because of of injury. Well, well, the thing is, is that Chivas doesn't have a guy like like a, uh, Damian Alvarez on the bench. You know, Damian is good for 15 minutes at the most and, and can give you two or three really good plays. And Chivas just doesn't have a guy like that. Right. But you have Isaac Vizuela, Carlos Cisneros, who's injured, and I think any of those guys could have made a difference tonight. I thought bringing in Del Ponte was a terrible move. Uh, bringing in Martinez was a terrible move. Um, I mean, pretty much all, all the substitutions he made were terrible, and, and they were noticeable uh, because – they ended up costing us the gold uh, because it, it, dis- it disrupted the way the organization was. It wasn't, it wasn't 85. It was more like 45 minutes of good ball. And the rest, they just got lucky. No, I, I wouldn't say that. Because they, they were they were defending the whole second half. Stevens wasn't doing it. You can, you, can, you can have the ball and not do it. Well, there's a difference, uh, Chiquis. In, 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 I mean, they were defending, but they were defending well. Because Tigres really didn't start getting the the uh, they needed Dom in the really good chances to lay, and, and that was probably because of the they were probably a little they're probably a little more tired than than they realized. I mean, we got a we got a seriously heavy breather on the line right now, like 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 almost. Yeah, once Dam came in and Alvarez, then they started getting better, and the, you know the goals came in, but they they were possessing, they were you know sort of getting close with some crosses and stuff, but. He was, was on was yeah, I, on their heels. I thought the I thought the crosses weren't like weren't very dangerous. I thought the the most dangerous play before the goal was the Duena shot, where they where they counterattacked. Um, and then before that, I mean, they had possession, but she was were, were defending them really well, right? Yeah. So it's one thing to be the you know the, if you're to defend defend well don't be like like hanging on for dear life. And she was at no point was was defending like that. They they were. Yeah. I mean, Dignitas had very few clear, clear chances up until about the, the, the 75th, up until the 75th minute. Now, now to me, the, you know, the, the key to the entire game was uh, when they put Damian in and they didn't take Aquino out, they took the other guy out. Aquino was not having a good game. You know, the, the, who was the guy uh, that was? Adincula. No, Sanchez. Sanchez would, had dominated Aquino. Aquino did not, he just yeah. didn't do anything. So, but, but he knew he had to keep Aquino in because Aquino is so, uh, he's, he's very good defensively and he's fast, and that nullified uh, a, a lot of the counterattacks that Chivas were could could have had if it was just Damian back there. So that was uh, that that to me was was the the, the biggest piece of, of the game is it, not just by bringing on Balavares but leaving Aquino in and making him play the uh, the wing back position because that nullified Chivas's counterattack uh, quite well actually and and. Uh, you know, so I do. I do give full credit to to Tuca for for making that adjustment. And and, and you're right, though, uh, uh, Chivarmano, the, uh, the 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 substitution that Almeida made just didn't didn't seem to whatever it was that he was doing. It it, it didn't seem to work out for him, and uh, ultimately ended up costing them. Now it's two. Now I asked Hoel said anything can still happen uh, on a scale of one to ten. How do you like Chivas's chances? On Sunday, I'd probably an eight. An eight. That is uh, that that is very nice. So okay, so if if Chivas does win, are you gonna are you gonna step out of your house on Sunday on Sunday evening? And just... <laughs> well, 
or are you going to internalize again? I had it tomorrow morning. Uh, well, I'll be at the game. You'll be there. You'll be in Guadalajara. Yeah. I'll be in wow. at the game. So, um, win or lose. Um, I think I'm going to cry regardless whether it's a win or a loss. So. I figure, like you said, she only makes it once every 11 years. In 11 years, I'll be a dad. Won't, have, won't be able to take these opportunities to go on a whim to go see my team playing the championship. So I think it's the opportunity to go now. Well, have a great uh, have a have a great trip. Hope everything uh, hope everything works out for you. Win or lose, hopefully have a good time. Thanks for calling. Thank you, thank you. Hey, Cheers. no problem. Thank you guys for having me on. Oh, of course, it was a pleasure. Thanks, uh, thanks for hopping on. Hey, no problem. Chikis, uh, Chikis, yeah, we appreciate it, man. So eighty eighty percent chance of moving of of, of winning. Yeah, Joel, are you are you at, are you at eighty? Or are you closer to? No, I'm, I'm at like 40. You're at 40. 40, 60 in favor of Tigres. Uh, they have, you know, going up what Chivo Armando said, um, there has been a good, a good, uh, you could say luck factor where they, you know, you, you can say you, you create your own luck. So given all the downfalls they've had, they've managed to reach, to get as far as they have. So that means that. <clears throat> That helps them a bit. But I just think if Tigres, this game is for Tigres to lose. I think if they play their, the match right, they, just cause they create more chances, you know, of goals. Ultimately, you know, that, that's how you win the game, scoring goals. So if the team that's gonna be creating more chances, odds are gonna be in their favor. Alright, Joel, I'm gonna put you on the spot, right? And, and you have to answer, but I'm putting you on the spot. Chivas wins. Who is the bofo of this game? Just what did your gut tell you? Just, just it'll notice. be Pizarro, man. Pizarro, okay. Yes. Yeah, some of the players, uh, you know, and and that's I, I had Chivas, and, and we wrote we wrote the article, John, at the start of the season too. And I you had, did. You, and, you 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 picked and I had Chivas, Chivas to winning win. make to win it. Yeah, I did, and uh, all the injuries ultimately. Hindered that. So I think if they would have had, you know, if, if they would have had their full squad, then I would have made them favorites. Uh, they would have had the whole squad. But just going through all the injuries that they've had, players just not being fully fit, so is, is that a, is that a testament the fact that they've been able to, to to make it this far you know they're on they're on the cusp of winning uh, their twelfth title tying America once again for for most titles in Liga MX history is that a testament to the coach or to the players or the entire organization that they've been able to keep it together knowing that they've that their that their roster has been decimated by injuries? No, I think they all they all play a role in this. Uh, some of the players have been there for a while now. What about the Lavanderas? Uh, Do the Lavanderas play a role? <laughs> Yeah, man. Why Next. not? Yeah. But but you know, and, and in some part, what what people don't mention is that um, we were a bit fortunate that Almeida stayed because they were they were about to kick him twice. They were kick him to the curb twice. Well, I mean, how about that, Hawaii? You, you let a guy, you know, put on yeah. put in what he wants to do. You know, give him a chance to get the players he wants, and. 
by some crazy miracle, you know, they, 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 they start getting results. Who would have ever yeah. thought that that would work? Consistency, right, John? But you, yeah. we had, and, and this is straight from the coaches, uh, telling the press straight out, I was offered the job and I didn't want to take it. <laughs> this is not even speculation. The coaches like San Paoli and Mucetich straight out, you know, straight out said it. He just threw, threw Chivas under the bus. That's around the time that they ended up giving Almeida that five-year, lucrative five-year extension. Right. You know, I mean, if, because if he leaves because of that, you know, they, she was just going to be right back to to being in the mess that got him in the relegation zone. If if Chivas wins, Joa, does that does that bump Tuca from the from the bomberos from the first bombero position? No, no. I mean, Tuca is is has a long trajectory to just you know be judged on one. On one final, and then going into the World Cup, this this Mexico squad's just, you know, they don't have the stones to win it, man. Hurts to say it, but that's, you know. So I I think Tuca has, you know, one of the big one of the major things with Selección is to try to keep the ambiente or try to keep a good group, and Tuca already showed that he could do that. Right. As opposed to Almeida, you know that. I know people are calling for him, a, a sector of, of, you know, but I wouldn't put him over. I mean, Ferretti. So, so Tuca still has first, first, first fireman status in your eyes. I mean, if he wants it, you know. Well, yeah, if, if he, he wants, wants it, it, you know, hopefully, hopefully, then, hopefully, it won't come to that, and then you know. We but all... you, you know what? You also need backing from the other presidents. So there's there's a story that I heard a while back that. Uh, that Higuera was in one of the meetings of FMF, and he, he brought up like, "Don't don't think of getting Almeida." And the, the reaction was that the people just laughed. You know, the other presidents just just laughed because they was like, "He's not even uh, one of the candidates." Right. Or he just laughed, thinking, "Dude, they can take whoever we want." <laughs> that. Yeah, you're more positive there, John. Yeah, it's uh. One, one way. Uh, I'll say. I'll say it was both, though. It was both. One way. One way or the other. Now, before we wrap it up, uh, I know we've been talking a lot about the Tigres, and rightly so. It's it's the final. It's uh, two uh, 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 two really good teams. I, I will say that I really enjoyed uh, uh, Paco Villa's call in the second half. Man, that dude knows how to call a game, and he is terrific. That that is the best. It, it, it's it's like it's hard for me because. Uh, I do believe that he is the best uh, announced, at least Spanish language announcer for soccer in, in this country right now. But we're not going to get to see him in the World Cup because he works when he's soon. It's going to be Telemundo. And there's nothing wrong with the Telemundo guy. Telemundo guys are great, but 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 Paco Villa is just absolutely tremendous. I mean, what what a great announcer he is. I really enjoy uh, the way he calls a game. I don't know if y'all feel the same way or not, but I, I was really uh, he he made it very he made it very entertaining. It was. Uh, it was it was fun. How do you feel about Nestor Joel as a as a as a as a as, a, as an analyst? You know, I like hearing his insights. Yeah, I seem to I seem to think that he uh, is just a little he's he's a, he's overly negative when it comes to well, like he'll always whenever play happens, he'll point out more what a player did wrong than what the guy did to. To, to, to pass him up or whatever. 
get by them or to, or to score or whatever it is. Well, I think that's what you have to focus on to improve your team. I mean, more more what you did wrong than what the other team did right. So you you, you think it's just his instinct as a general manager that comes out when he when when, when he does that? Yeah, I, I do think so. It's it's you know, and they would do it with the coach too. I, I think I think uh, Almeida could have benefited if he had a good you well, know, proper when, general when, manager when to help him up there. When you're constantly looking for the warts, does it, does it does it blind you from the other stuff? No, it can't. But but I mean, this this dude's been on the game all his life, so I mean, I I know I'm sure he knows what he's doing. Will he uh, will he get another crack somewhere else, Nestor? I don't I don't think he wants you know I don't I don't think he wants it. I think he's hardcore Chivas, and I, I don't. I just don't see him wanting it's, to be it's, involved it's in either that. national team or Chivas, and, and and that's it for him. Yeah, I mean, because you know all the politics and how much of a mess it is. So it's like. But why don't they let him run the? Uh, was it uh, the, the the subsidiary? No, what um, um, that that belongs to Iguera, and Iguera hates Nestor. He oh, he, he tried blocking him from going to the stadium. Do you think Iguera has has blocked Nestor on Twitter too? <laughs> Most most likely, but and and you know they tried to get Nestor to talk about it, and he 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 just yeah. refused. Yeah, did he say my lawyers have advised me against it? No, <laughs> I'm against discussing this matter. No, he just said it wasn't worth talking about. Yeah. But I mean, for for Yera to do that, it's like his his just family is historic. You know what they've done for Chivas, and then to try to dismiss it, you know, it's like. You know, it's that kind of trying to rewrite history. You know, just put the, all the spotlight on him. The uh, the second thing I noticed about uh, since we last spoke was uh, la- last night. Uh, in fact, uh, Carlos Peña, el 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 el, el gulit, was evidently <laughs> going to be on his way to uh, Scotland, but uh, he hasn't been playing for the national team for a while, so it's going to be kind of hard for him to get his work permit. But uh, I'm sure that they'll be able to find a way to get him over to Rangers. Uh, how's that going to work? I mean, if he was homesick just being in Guadalajara, how's, how's he going to handle playing in, in Scotland? Well, I think what happened with, with Gulit is that he obviously he didn't want to go to Chivas. And, you know, we've seen that many times where a player does not want to go to a certain team. Uh, like, for example, Ramon Ramirez didn't want to go to America. Uh, what's his name? Beto Aspa didn't want to go to America. So it's like when that type of stuff happens, it's like you're just like you're asking for it. Um, I, I think that I think Gulit Pena, I'm not saying that he's going to find himself, you know, in, in Scotland, you know, but I think I think going to Scotland with Caixinha, obviously a coach that knows, you know, of Gulit Pena, I think that works to his advantage. As opposed, you know, I think maybe, that works out. Maybe he'll find a, a good gang of friends and they can go do train spotting stuff. <laughs> I can't wait for that movie to come out. Yeah. The second one. Oh, is it? I thought it was our. Is it I, can, our I can definitely see. Uh, I can definitely see pictures of Gulit uh, with his face in the toilet. And I'm just yeah. gonna open it and do the. Pop. I think uh, I don't. I know that I saw a trailer, a movie trailer of the second one. I don't know if it's out yet, but uh, I can't wait to watch. I love the first one. Oh, yeah, the first one is one of my uh, 
definitely on, on on my top ten list. There's a there's there's no question about that. Aside from aside from obviously the war movies and stuff like that, you know the the British flicks, you know war movies like you know Battle of Britain and stuff like that, and uh, that's probably the movie Train Spotting is probably the movie that got me into watching a lot of more British uh, British uh, movies. You know, Snatch, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and more of the the modern stuff. Right. No, it's a great, you know, uh, the, uh, you know, Danny Boyle is one of those guys that I'll, uh, I'll see whatever movie he directs and just kind of like, and I feel the same way about Guy Ritchie who does the, who did Snatch. So I, I, I do completely understand that. And Mexico is going to be playing Croatia this weekend in Los Angeles. And a few days later, they'll be playing, uh, I believe is it Ireland and, and New York. Cheekiest, I've been seeing that the national team players are all over the, uh, the Instagrams and the, the Twitters and everything—they're like singing some song. What the what the hell are they singing, Cheekies? I must have been out of loop. I didn't see no song. Uh, oh only... come on, come on, Cheekies! You're 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 our guy. You 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 keep up with that stuff. Check it out right now. All I saw was Chicharito making fun of uh, Hermoso Pechocho, Orbelín, not Orbelín, Oribe Peralta. Uh, what was he saying? He was calling him. He was calling him Hermoso Pechocho. Pudo. <laughs> you know, typical, typical stuff. Let me check so, it out. I haven't what seen. is uh, what is going on with our chicharito? He uh, a lot more active on the on 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 the Twitter. It seems like uh, his his days at, at Bayern are over. He had, he broke up with the girl. He had the the fling with the actress. Is uh, is is our young boy becoming a becoming a professional? Athlete in every sense of the word. <laughs> well, he's got he's got some uh, some friend, like his best friend, is some girl he's been hanging around with. So I think he's just having he's just having a good time. And now, how do you feel about that, Chiki? I know that you're you're how, how what, what, what does your moral compass say about Chicharito? I think it yeah, I think it's good. I like a guy who who can go and put himself out there to the fans. Um. Of course, the most important thing is the playing the field, and right now it's not doing well. So, just like messing around and stuff, and not concentrating, but just wants to make <laughs> step. Then, uh, I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather see him play well instead of playing around on uh, Instagram and stuff. But if he can do both, he can do both. Hey, now, if he rumor- returns, if, if he returns in 2018 to to Chivas. Then there's your championship, man. Now, a couple of things have happened uh, with Chicharito as far as news on the field. Is that I know he was linked to a, a, I think it was Lyon in France, past couple of days. So I mean, it, it, it is pretty apparent that his that his days at Bayern or, or at Leverkusen are probably over. But uh, he does have one year before World Cup. So if he's going to, you know, if he did move somewhere, he would probably move somewhere where he would, you know, hopefully be the, uh, you know, penciled in. As a starter, and then and then just today, they the, uh, the, uh, some folks are saying that uh, that the price tag that he was asking for to to come over and play at LAFC was uh, was a little too uh, a little too rich for them. So it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Apparently, it was double what he's making right now. Hey, with, uh, Mourinho, Mourinho seems to fancy him, John. 
He does. You think that, uh, and, and I know that there are a lot, you know, that a lot of Manchester United fans have, have always really liked him. And, and when, I mean, it wasn't if he was a failure, Manchester. That's what I've never understood about. Uh, you know, he he, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he had a, a a very solid, if not, you know, you know, border borderline spectacular career at Manchester. Years he played at Manchester. You know, he was he was a very solid contributor. While he played there, so I've never really understood why folks, you know, will say, "Well, he didn't start. He didn't have to start." You know, he still, you know, whenever whenever he got minutes, he 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 more than took advantage of it. So yeah, that would uh, that would certainly be interesting if you know would for him to go to go back there. I do think that wherever he goes, he's going to go to a team that's either playing Champions League or Europa League. I don't think that Judge Jenny is going to waste his time going anywhere else. So. A uh, little exercise for you folks out there that are listening. If you think Chicharito is going to move, think of the countries you think that he might go to and then look at the squads that are playing those teams and see which one is in desperate need of a striker. And, and that's going to be a pretty good chance of, uh, of of where he might end up if he doesn't end up playing for Leverkusen next year. And who knows, maybe he will uh, with a new coach, but I think with them not be, being in Europe, he's not going to want to do that. Well, gentlemen, uh, I guess before we wrap it up here, I do want to um, take your t- take your your your, your final prediction of what's going to happen. Looks like we did lose Dan, but uh, we'll go ahead and start with you, Ronnie, since you're on the West Coast. So we thank you for for staying up with us. What uh, what's going to happen, Ron? Who's who wins? Uh, I I have to agree with Hoyle. I think it's uh, forty forty sixty. Uh, I think Tigres has a better chance of of taking it. Momentum. I, I think that the players, you know, are more manosos. You know, right? They're, they're they've obviously played more more uh, more games of this you know, caliber in the last you know past couple of years. You know, and it's not a, it's not the dark arts that the, that that they can take advantage of. It's it's more it's more it's more their guile. You know, the, the, you really need a lot of, especially in a sport like soccer, that just has to be. You know a lot more bravado as far as uh, what you can not necessarily get away with, but what what, what you can try. And Tigres has guys that have a lot more of that one than what Chivas have, and that's that's going to be a big difference. Yeah, but like the, I mean, the dark arts. I mean, I'm not saying that that's the only reason, but it it helps. I mean, you know, think of the little altercation that La Volpe and Guignac had. You know, obviously that, you know that. You know, there was an expulsion. You know, shortly after that, and and um, I, I, I honestly, I, I think, in, like I said, I'm not just saying you know fooling the refs and stuff like that. I'm just saying that much more than that. You know, when you, when you consider that you have to know how to play these type of games, and obviously Tigres knows how to play these games. You know, they've they've won championships. You know, league titles the last couple of years. So I I just think that. You know, Manta. I think they have a better roster, obviously, than than Chivas. Um, I, I think that uh, they got I mean, everything I, going. Yeah, yeah. All right, Chickies, what's going to happen? I'll give I'll give some news. Uh, if Chivas wins, it's going to be high, and they're going to win in penales because just as it just as it's done, sort of what. Uh, Chiva Hermano said that uh, they've been able to get it done 
one way or the other, de panzazo or however. Um, so if, if it happens, that's gonna, that's how it's going to happen. But I think Metal, Metalero is right in a 2-1 win by Tigres or, or a 1-0 win, and they take it. Joel, do you want to echar sal, or are you going to abstain from making a prediction? No, John. Uh, Tigres favorite, but the Chihuahua Comet stays in orbit. Wow. I'm proud of you, Joel. I'm proud of you. <laughs> it's, it's, you, you see the pattern with a lot of the teams. And then, you know, we saw it uh, when Hans had the Chihuahua's team and, and they, they, um, but did they lose a final or a semi? I remember they lost to Pumas. In 2004. Yeah. And then shortly so they after. Stuck for a bit, yeah. yeah. So shortly after, but they maintained the squad. So that, that's going to be, um, that's going to be key to maintain at least the core group and and also to get a good managers because some of the managers that were coming in like like um Oscar Gorta and, and Bustos they, they were just not the right managers for the club so it's it's also being able to bring a, a quality coach and would you consider Matias Almeida a quality coach he he you know he's proven himself i, I never said he was bad I just, I'm He's not saying that you coach. said he was bad. Okay, so you said, okay, good. I just get attacked on this a lot, John. I'm not attacking <laughs> you. What do you think? Calmate, way. Oh, sacando las uñas, John. I mean, <laughs> no, he is good. He is good. Huh? He's, he has to be ranked up there right now. Well, uh, in Liga MX. Well, he's, he's been consistent, you know. So I had to give him that. To be able to finish in top four. And, and he's... Even if it's Copa MX, but just to be able to win them and, and to have the team playing finals, and, and that's that's very commendable. So he he is a good coach. Um, he's one of the better ones right now. The way I see it is, if if, if the game is over in ninety minutes, champion in ninety minutes, it's going to be Tigres. And and I agree with Chiquis. If if it goes to extra time, then it goes to penalties, and and then Chivas Chivas pulls it out because. Uh, Cota will end up being the uh, will end up being the hero, but uh, if, not if, well. if someone wins, and and and, uh, and and it's also because they have they've 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 done penalty kicks with twice already this year, so it's something that they're that they're that they're kind of used to. So and and they have you know for folks to say that 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 the Chivas hasn't played the finals, yes, it is called by Mekis, but you know they have you know obviously the the, the magnitude is totally different, but. It's not as if they haven't had just a little taste, and now they've had a now they have a first leg of it. So, I think yeah, they, and then they have they have like Pizarro who played play with Pachuca, you know, and yeah. and then the, the other guy who played with Leon. The only thing uh, is that if Chivas learns that that they that they they cannot second guess themselves when they want to take a chance, they cannot hesitate. They just they just have to just pull the trigger, whether it goes in or not, it doesn't matter. But but you you, you cannot score or or, or you're Unless, unless you, if you don't shoot, so they, they, they need to do that a lot more. And uh, that was the one thing I noticed tonight is that they just seemed to hesitate. Some of there were so many chances that the guys had to to pull the trigger and they didn't do it. So uh, we'll see if that uh, if that changes in Guadalajara. <clears throat> but, uh, Joel seems to think that the Chivas is going to be around for a while if they can they can maintain the team together. 
that uh, that 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 could be. Okay, so the the Chivas comet will turn into the Chivas satellite. Then Joel is as what will end up happening. Yeah, but, but another disclaimer, disclaimer, John. Uh-huh. They, they might not make the next the next um, Liguilla just because we we've seen the odds there. You know, when, well, uh, but, it's, but, but it's different though because they have a lot more time off between the uh, between the Clausura and the Apertura. Because it's not going to kick off till late, so they, they they will have the opportunity to give the players rest and to do a proper preseason. But it's I much think, much harder. Go ahead. No, no, but I still think one of the one of the two, one of the two is is likely to not. But but even 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 if they didn't, I still wouldn't you know say because that's still half a season. You know what I mean? You want to know what my uh, because a, a lot of teams. What might be jacket bomba is going to be for Chivas this summer? They're saying it's damn. Nope. What are you saying? It's Aquino? It's going to be Carlos Vela. Oh, but... hey, no. <laughs> Joel, Joel, if you're, uh, if you're Almeida, do you react? Or do you, you know, propose the, 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 the style and the tempo? Oh, man, that's a tough one right there. Because if Tuca, if Tuca's going to play cat and mouse... But Tuca isn't going to play cat and mouse. Tuca hasn't been playing cat and mouse. Tuca, he wants his team to have the ball. I think under the – like, you know, last final, and even to a certain degree against Pachuca, he played cat and mouse. But he, but he didn't, though, because at least in the second leg in Pachuca, they dominated possession – but the problem was that every time that, that, that Pachuca went on a counter, they would have to bring down Chucky, and, and his entire back line got a yellow card. Uh-huh. So, so I mean, this, he was not playing. I mean, the, he just, he hasn't been playing like that. I mean, he they, they have been dominating possession. Now, where Tuca is different than other coaches is, is that he, you know, drills it into his players' heads that you know what you know. Yes, we are going to go up, but that doesn't mean I you know I want you guys to leave us over you know overexposed in the back. That's that's never going to happen with him. At least, not as much as with other, with other coaches. You know what I would have done? I, I schedule this game in midday when it's the hottest, and I turn it into a Sunday pub, probably <laughs> patadas and all that. Let the grass, <laughs> with the grass, like you know, up to your knees, and just <laughs> make just it look like they're playing in El Salvador. Put down, Pretty put down the shirts. For the, the shirt, take the goalposts out. Put the shirts down for the goals. Pretty much butter up the, the ref a little bit before the game, you know. Tell him to go easy on the cards because it's it's the you know grand final and just hack fist, man. Now, now go, 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 you, go Italian from you know the catenacho. What, what do you what do you do to make sure that their that their laterals or laterales aren't you know? So on the offensive, where that they're also you know retreating and, and, and defending, you know. Well, I say we'll part of what... it is having yours attack just as much, you know. Force them I mean, to that, do some work and defend. But, but that's, 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 that's that's the problem against Degas is that if you do do that, then yeah, Ron, they will totally hit you on the counter, and they're and they're just absolutely lethal at it. But but here, but the, but the, but the thing is, John, if, if you're going to sit back. If you're gonna sit back, you give you give Aquino, you give Damian Alvarez, you know, or, or you give what's the name on the other side, you give, give Dam, you you basically give give them the flank and and they'll, they'll kill you. 
from I agree. You, you got to give them. You, you have to get them tired. And by getting them tired, you're going to have to attack. So they so they go back and they're running as much as the other, as the other guys marking them. You know. Yeah, it, it's 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 it's. And and the other thing that that I thought Chivas did really well tonight, I think, is something they should absolutely exploit. Is that is that they really took advantage of the uh, of the kind of slowish, uh, at least central defenders. You know, they were getting in the gaps, and now their angles weren't necessarily as good, but but they were definitely getting behind them. So that that's something that they can certainly that they can certainly work on as well. But uh, I I just. I do think that that uh, that Tigres is going to have more of the possession, but I don't think that they're going to be exposed to the counter uh, as uh, as if Chivas would have if they pushed up. So I mean, it, it's the, the goals are going to have to come; they're going to have to make them. And uh, if if I were Chivas, I'd work a lot on set pieces over the next few days, and maybe almost just exclusively on set pieces, and and, and see if they can't squeeze one out that way. Because because you know that Tigres is going to have the bulk of the ball, so take advantage of what you can do. I I, I think that the worst thing that Chivas could do is score early. I mean, although it, you know it sucks to say that, I I think that one of the worst things that could happen to Chivas is scoring really early in the game, and 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 they sit back on it. You oh, know. I see what you're saying. So that then, then they end again, and then end up happening to what happened to him tonight. Yeah, what happened to to you know? Yeah, what happened to America last time, and you know what happens to virtually every team that right. that that does that. I think that's one of the worst things. Uh, but uh, now, do you think you'll well, uh, yeah. uh, Hawaii? Do you think you'll cry if uh, Chivas wins? Or are you told for that? No, I've seen I've seen two campeonatos already with. Tuca, actually. And, you must and be so proud to so the whole too. I'm, I'm already... Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's... It's it's just... If it was Libertadores, then maybe I would, I would weep. Man man tears. But, um... <laughs> what, what, what if they won the Club World Cup? I would just be extremely proud, you know? But, I, I mean, it depends how they win it, too. So, if, if you know... All right. Depends well, how they win it, but well, Joel, for your sake, I hope that uh, things uh, w- w- work out for you. I know that, uh, you know, I don't would say the same to Chiquis. You know, for your sake, I hope things work out for you as well, Chiquis. I know that you're, you're, uh, you're pulling for your gatitos, Ron. I think you just want to see uh, a bloodbath. I just want to see lols. Either way, <laughs> I just want to troll. I want to troll afterwards. I understand. I understand that. Yeah, you just yeah. <laughs> You'll. Uh, uh, I'm I'm working already on my photoshopping memes and and then and stuff like that. So you're 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 ready to go. You you you're ready to go. You have all your your arsenal. Yeah. Is is, is prepared and ready to go. Well, that'll wrap it up uh, here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. I uh, do appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, uh, I will we'll be out in L.A. this week. Uh, Juan and I for the uh, Mexico Croatia match over at the Coliseum. Uh, which isn't too far from where you live, right, Hoed? It's like right down the street. Pretty close, John. Good, good five, ten minutes. Good Depending five, traffic. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then maybe I should uh, 
I should come pick you up then, Juan. It seems that that would make that would make more sense. That would, yes. I got a parking spot too, in case no. in case you don't get a press parking pass. Oh, I, I, I wasn't even planning on getting a press parking pass. Okay. I, I, I mean, I mean, there. I wouldn't even think that they would even give them out. No, they do. Yeah, you have to go uh, before they run out. <laughs> oh. Uh, Sergio is saying pinche Joel holla at your boy and Salvador Metal is telling watch your wallet John (laughs) (laughs) I have to watch my wallet because John is the Chilango so that is true that is true luckily we're not taking the metro there because (laughs) if we go in that metro train and then I would would just play right into that you know when I uh (laughs) When I was in Mexico City, uh, I was like 1993. I took the metro as much as I, as much as possible to, to go around the city. I was I was far and away the tall. I mean, I'm barely six feet, and I was far and away the tallest dude in the metro. It was like it was really weird, <laughs> you know, like just like tower over these uh, these, these people's heads. It was a uh, it was a very uh, very strange feel. But anyway, uh, well, so we, we uh, go ahead, Chiquis. I said that was in southern Mexico. No, it was in Mexico City. <laughs> But but it was but it wasn't the southern part of the city. Oddly oh, enough, <laughs> oddly enough, Chick, Chick is bringing the high niveles. Wrong. But anyway, but we do uh, we do thank you guys for for listening. Chickies, thanks so much for uh, for for taking care of everything you guys. You always do appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Ron, uh, thanks for joining us. I know it's late up there in, in Philadelphia. <laughs> Metal saying it was in Toluca. <laughs> Think he's taking a stab at me, bastard. I, I, I could, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> we had a we had a lot of uh, activity today at the, on the chat. Yeah, we should we should do. They should have finals more often. It seems like we get better traffic when there's finals. Yeah. We had Sergio and we had Christian and Salvador and. Yeah. Bunch, of, bunch of other guys. We even had like 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 four callers on at once, which was a, which was a, a record for us here on the Cantina Mackey's podcast. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll do that again. But anyway, uh, this has been the show. We do appreciate y'all doing this. Please uh, tune in next week, next Thursday night again. Uh, around, uh, we'll be back to hopefully our regular time at nine thirty p.m. Central, which is seven thirty on the West Coast and ten thirty on the East Coast, and uh, eight thirty in the mountain time zone as well. But my name is John Jagu. Uh, on behalf of all of us here at the Cantina Mackey's podcast, I uh, wish you guys a uh, safe and happy Memorial Day weekend uh, here in the U.S. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again next week. Thanks, everyone, for, for, for listening, participating on the chat, and calling in. We really appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys next week.